hello, you got your new puppy. Now what do you do with them? <laughs> That's what this video is going to be about. So we just sent home our first litter of golden retriever puppies. Just went home Saturday. This is Monday. So Saturday they turned eight weeks old. Saturday they were picked up and sent home, most of them. Uh, but what do you do now? You've got this puppy in your home. Eight weeks old is the minimum time in Florida that a dog can leave the breeder. Uh, I know different states are different, uh, but Florida does have that eight weeks in there. So I wanted to do a video. Uh, and this is actually going to serve double duty because it is on our Hope Service Dogs page. I'm going to share it with my the um, the litter page or the litter group. And this is going to be the start of our new online course on how to raise your puppy right. Okay. That's what this is about. I'm going to try to keep it quick, quick-ish. Don't know how well I'll be that, but you'll, you'll be learning a lot during this time with us. Uh, this was our very first litter through Hope Service Dogs that we have bred. It was my, personally, my very first litter ever being bred. Karen has bred before. And what we did is everything that we would want from our litter, you know, if we're going to pick a dog from this litter, which we did, what do we want? Okay. And we tried to make that happen with these puppies. Uh, first things first, you've got your new puppy. Things are great. I love it. I'm happy. I have heard nothing but great reviews so far. The puppies are doing great in their crates. They're doing great in their carriers. They're doing great sleeping through the night. They're doing great without having a, a lot or any potty accidents. So first, that's awesome. Great job on you guys. I'm really proud of you for keeping up with it. And a puppy is a lot of work. So until now, until eight weeks old, yes, we've taken them out. We've separated them a little bit, but it, it's been a lot of hive mentality time, right? And now we get to see the puppies develop with you into becoming their own person, which is pretty cool. Uh, first things, your homework <laughs> is going to be to do 100 things in the first 100 days. Okay, first a little over three months, about three months time, right? Expose your puppy to at least one new thing every day. Now, I mean, the first day you get them home, that's going to be you. It might be your house. It might be your bathroom, your kitchen, your lawn, you know, lawnmower going outside, your weed whacker going outside, uh, the pool pump making noise in the background, your washer and dryer and dishwasher are going to sound different from ours. You know, so there, there's a lot that they're going to experience already, all your family members. But keep that first day easy, as easy as you can, just because it is a lot for the dogs to deal with. As time goes on, you know, if they meet, you know, uncle so-and-so and aunt so-and-so and the cousins and the grandparents, you know, that's awesome. And that's what you want. Your kids have friends who come over and so they get to introduce and see all the bambinos. You want all that. Okay. And that's super duper. Just remember puppies can get tired. When puppies get tired, they can get cranky. And if your puppy seems a little cranky, and this is any breed puppy, uh, they probably need more sleep. Puppies sleep a lot. So your first homework is going to be 100 things in 100 days. This is prime socialization period. Please get your puppy out and about. Do not take your puppy to heavy dog areas, which means no pet stores, okay? Watch the vets whenever you go. Carry your puppy in if you can. Have them in a carrier. See if the vet can meet you around back type of thing uh, because you don't know what the other dogs just had whenever they came in. Now, they did come home with their first vaccine, uh, they also came home microchipped and already registered. So microchip to you. Um, we are back up on the microchips. So if anything happens, Hope Service Dogs will serve as a secondary um, contact point, which is nice. It's something that we must do as responsible ethical breeders. 
uh, and we already microchipped. We also registered them so we don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about spending that extra bit to register them. And same thing with uh, AKC registration. They're already AKC registered. So you don't have to worry about filling that out. Of course, if you want to get the little tags and stuff, you are more than welcome to. And I'm sure AKC will be in touch with you about that. We do recommend uh, looking into the different health insurances and you might have got some information in your packet. Look at them and make the best decision for you and your family. I do recommend, if you can, look into doing it and having it, uh, but it is not a requirement yet at this point. Uh, 100 things in 100 days, try to document it. Set up a Instagram account for your dog. Send us pictures, send us video clips. Maybe we can put it up on our Instagram and tag you and link it. If you have your Instagram set up, we can do a shout out on there. And really, if everybody sends me a picture a week, you're gonna see your, your, your puppy up. And don't forget, because we share everything, people have been watching your puppy, people have been in love with your puppy, and this helps let them know where your dog is and what's going on, okay? So 100 things in 100 days. A tall man is different from a short man, is different from a fat man, is different from a thin man. You know, there's kids, there's bicycles, there's, bi there's skateboards, there's wheelchairs, there's canes, there's crutches, there's uh, people walking in weird gates, you know, maybe hunched over and shuffling their steps. There's people in jackets and scarves and hats. There's people in swimwear. There's people at the park. There's kites. There's anything you can think of. Um, but just be responsible about taking your dog out. Don't wait until your dog is four or five months old and fully vaccinated to take your puppy out in public. Just really be cautious on where you take your puppy. Again, no heavy pet stores. That is my biggest yell to you is don't do pet stores with your puppy if you must go and carry your puppy and do not put your puppy down now i know our golden retriever puppies are little chunks at this age and they get heavy really quickly do not put your puppy in a cart do not put a blanket on a cart and put your puppy in the blanket just carry your dog if you must go in okay just sorry that's how it goes well where do you go to socialize your dog you can be in the car and go to a park and watch things happen you can go to a public park for humans if it is dog friendly, if they do have a dog park there, steer clear of it because you don't know what diseases those dogs in that dog park have. Okay, uh, library, you can go to the library, you can go to schools, you know, and just walk in front of schools at recess. Even if you're carrying your dog, even if you get a stroller for your dog and you're pushing your dog, uh, you can go to Lowe's and Home Depot. If you Google dog friendly stores, you should get a list of them. Lowe's, Home Depot, Michael's, Best Buy are oftentimes dog friendly. And then what do you do? Yeah, and you pull up a new Google window and you say, okay, Lowe's near me. Lowe's comes up, you call up Lowe's and you say, are you dog friendly? And they say, yes, thank you. And next time you go, you can bring your puppy. Remember short outings, but expose. Now that socialization does not mean everybody has to touch your puppy. You shouldn't let everybody touch your puppy because then your puppy's going to assume that everybody has the right to touch them and they could start ignoring you whenever they're out in public. See, these are hints that you get working with a breeder who is also a professional trainer and who was a professional trainer first and a professional service dog trainer, right? So don't let everybody pet your puppy. Maybe one person per outing. Uh, because if not, your dog will just look for, oh, who, who can pet me now? Who can pet me now? Who can pet me now? And you don't want that. You want it to be, hi, mom. Hi, dad. Okay? Uh, take pictures of the 100 things in 100 days. Put those up. Send those to me. Next is clicker. So you guys know what a clicker is, right? Y'all got one in your take-home kits, and if not, you can get them on Amazon. So a clicker is that noisemaker. It's okay, buddy. No, no, we're not doing anything. You're very cute, though. 
we have charged these puppies since before their ears were opened. Well, they can't hear before their ears are open. Yeah, I know, but it gets us in the habit of doing it. Anytime we would put water down in their crate, in their pen, or in their crate, or food down, before we do it, we get the food bowl ready, we get the water bowl ready, click, click, and then we walk over and we put it down. These puppies will run to you super excited when they hear this clicker. We have supercharged this clicker with dynamite for you. If your breeder did not do that, what do you do? Before you feed your dog, get that bowl of food ready, click, click, and put the food bowl down. That's how you're gonna start it, okay? This has been happening, when did their ears open? Uh, I think about two to three weeks old. Uh, and so, so they're eight weeks old. So we're talking five to six weeks of having that clicker mean food every single time. So when you're training your dog, you're gonna clicker train your dog and we're gonna cover that in this online course that we're gonna do. Uh, but for example, your dog sits on his own or maybe with a little help from you, maybe a little bit of physical help, maybe a little food lore help, whichever, right? Your dog's gonna sit. You like that behavior, so you click. Your dog's gonna say, woohoo, and he's gonna come to you for the food. That's what you want. We're gonna cover more of that later. Just know your clicker is charged with dynamite. Keep it charged with dynamite by click or click, click, and then put the food bowl down. His clicker is also charged with dynamite. Uh, that clicker, yes, right now that clicker means come when called, which is pretty awesome, but it's also gonna be a marker really soon of I really like what you did and because you did that, you got food. Now figure it out and do it again. Now I can name it. Now I'm training dogs, okay? Food and water. So I just mentioned food and water. What does their routine look like? So food, currently we're feeding Purina Pro Plan Focus Puppy Chicken, okay? So you wanna look at Purina Pro Plan Focus and then it has to be the puppy and they have different ones and we're feeding the chicken one. We're feeding the chicken one because it has smaller kibbles and they can eat it easier. All the puppies have been weaned, oops, threw a pen um, at the keyboard, so that's what that sound was. Um, all the puppies have been weaned off of mama. We started weaning, uh, oh, they were pretty much weaned, about five week is when we started, they were weaned by six week. Uh, they didn't need goat milk in their kibble anymore, so they have been crunching the kibble. I don't necessarily wet it down, they get their food bowl and then they get their water bowl, okay? So that's what we, we've been using. How much and how often we're going to discuss um, when we talk about their routine. Right now, I was getting four, four cup bowls. You know, we have three to four cup bowls. And they were getting about four of those for the litter of 11 puppies. So they were eating a lot of food. They had 16 cups of food. Sometimes they would finish it all off. Some, most of the times they wouldn't. And so the rest of it went to my dogs, which made my dogs very happy. And they really liked it when that clicker clicked and the puppies got fed, okay? Uh, put the food bowl down, put the water bowl down. I'm gonna fill up that water as much as possible. Do not restrict the puppies water at food time. Let them drink. Uh, sometimes I put the water bowl down first. Sometimes I put the food bowl down first. And what you can do, especially at home, because there's not gonna be that, you know, all the, all the litter mates making it fun, is he can have five or 10 minutes to eat if you're not doing it for training. And then that's it. You can lift up the food bowl, lift up the water bowl. You know, I give them a little bit more to drink. Just, just like whenever you're eating, you want to, you know, drink a little bit afterwards. Uh, so yeah, food and water. Go potty. So guess what happens after they eat and drink? Guess. Did you guess yet? They go potty. Okay. So what do you do whenever they go potty? Well, whenever they go potty, it depends on, on what you're doing. Right now, uh, how, what we had for these puppies is we had a... 
a grass pad on a tray. And between the grass pad and the tray, which is basically a crate liner, you know, the bottom of the crate, uh, what we did is we put a couple pee pads so it would help soak it up. See, haha. -ha. So they have had this, uh, the grass tray is what I'm going to call it, the grass, right? They've had this access to that since they got into their playpen around three weeks old. And some of them, it was super cute. They would, they would toddle over. They put their front feet on the grass pad and they'd pee, but their back feet weren't on the grass pad, which means the pee wasn't on the grass pad. Sometimes they'll poo half on the grass pad and half on the mat. It's going to happen. They're puppies. They will not have full control over their bladder and bowels until they are probably six months old. I always have people who tell me my puppy's a genius because at four months old, he was completely potty trained, you know, unless I didn't catch him, then he weed in the house. That's kind of the definition of house training. So around four months old, you're going to find that all of a sudden it's easier, but it's not until six months old that you can really trust them. So wait, how do we potty train them and socialize them at the same time? You wait for them to pee or poo, you know their timing, you know their schedule, and you take them out for under five minutes and you watch them like a hawk. That is how you socialize them out in public at this age. Your puppy is either on a leash and attached to you, not just on a leash running around the house, strictly supervised by you or crated slash playpen. It's going to be the same thing, crated slash playpen, all right? One of those is going to happen. Do not give your puppy free run of your house at this point. Do not do that. Your puppy not only has not earned freedom in your house, right? Your puppy will figure out that I can pee wherever I want to. And I'm going to pee behind your couch. And I'm going to pee underneath the table. And I'm going to pee underneath your bed. And you're not going to find it. And it's going to be much harder to potty train your dog in the future. Okay, so do not give your dog free run of your house until they earn it. Right now, uh, and I'll include some pictures, of course, we had them in a big pen, like a six foot by 13 foot pen for 11 puppies. And then at night, we would take them outside for a final potty of the night, and then they would go into crates, two to three to a crate, two to a crate, one crate had three because we had 11 puppies. And we put three, and then as they started going home, we'd have one or two puppies in a crate, okay? While we were doing that, they also had access to kennels that they could run into in the playpen. So they're fine being alone, uh, but they are already started with the crate training. So you must keep up the crate training. I don't care if you're home all the time and your dog will never be home alone and your dog will never need to be in a crate because you can watch him like a hawk. Your dog still needs to be crate trained because it gives him a place to relax and unwind. If your dog ever gets injured or needs any surgery or operation in the future, <laughs> including spay and neuter when they're of age, at least a year old, um, if your puppy hurts his leg and has to be on crate rest, if your puppy goes to the groomer and after the groomer is done or before the groomer takes the puppy, the puppy has to go in a crate. Crate training is important. Plus, these puppies love their crate. Crate means sleep, which is what you want is crate to mean sleep. Okay, so continue crate training your puppy. If your puppy wakes up and is whining and carrying on right after he wakes up, it might be because he has to pee and poo. Get him outside and get him to pee and poo right away. Whenever we woke up in the morning, we'd wake up at six in the morning and we'd go into the office and we'd open up their crates and we'd take them out two by two outside to go potty. As we put them down, what do we tell them? Go potty. Guess what they did? They went potty right away. 
Now, the puppies inside, at the crate, I didn't tell them to not do that and to behave so I can open up the door. Oh, heck no. I got those puppies out as fast as I could because those little puppies had held it from 10 to 10.30 at night until 6 in the morning. These puppies had held it for seven and a half to eight hours, which is unheard of, okay? At eight weeks old, at seven weeks old. So yeah, I got those puppies outside even if they were whining in their crates, okay? However, usually if a puppy is whining in his crate, I do not let them out until they're calm because I don't want them to learn that whining in your crate gets you out of it. But if your dog has to go potty, that trumps everything, okay? Get them outside as soon as possible. But say you put your puppy in his playpen, his grass pad is there, some toys are there, and you're doing something and your puppy starts whining, your puppy has the grass pad right there. Keep an eye on him if he goes over and goes to the potty. You know, if it's poo, pick it up. If it's pee, it'll soak in unless, you know, like he doesn't pee in the grass pad. So how do we fix that? Yeah, there's uh, whelping mats. We put those underneath it. They're waterproof mats. We actually, because <laughs> we have hardwood floors in the living room, and that's where the puppies have been. So we have a tarp. We actually have two tarps down. And then we have a layer of kennel mats. And then we have another layer of kennel mats that we take off every night, and we wash and we fix. Okay, so we have kennel mats underneath where the puppies play at. So then if they do pee, it's easy to clean up at the end of the day. Once all the puppies are out of there, all the toys get removed. The, the pee pad stuff, you hose off the grass both sides. You spray it with Otoban. We hang it over the fence so it can dry. Uh, we have a chain link fence. Uh, you know, but you get that taken care of. You get it set up for the next day. So it's the grass, it's the pee pads, it's the tray. You clamp it down. You set it all up. You get rid of all the pee and poo mats, all the pee and poo toys. They go in the wash. Do you know how much laundry we've done lately? Um, they go in the wash, they go in the dryer, and then you set up with the new set. With you, if you do a crate with an X-Pen attached with a, a grass tray there, you might need two grass trays and one, two mats. But you know what? You're going to have a puppy who understands you go to grass to go potty, not you go potty wherever you want to because. And we have seen these puppies wake up, waddle, waddle you know, toddle, you know, mosey over to the grass tray to go to the bathroom. How awesome is that? They're learning from the get-go. Uh, so when they wake up, they have to potty. After they eat, they have to potty. And uh, sometimes if they're just hanging out, you go, you put them out, and, and you walk with them. You get them to kind of follow you. And usually within 10 to 20 feet, they'll have to go to the bathroom too. If they have to go and they haven't gone, that's our trick. Okay? So crate training. Um, go potty. Anytime I think my puppy's going to go potty, like the crates in the morning, and I put them down, I tell them to go potty. Uh, we had one of the puppies out today. She was very, very squirmy. I was trying to hold her. She was extremely squirmy. So I put her back in her playpen area and waddle, waddle, pee. You know it's going to happen. You see your puppy go over to the grass mat, just tell him, go potty, right? What happens after he goes potty? If you want to, you can click. Your puppy will come to you and give him a treat. Or you can give him a little bit of his food. Give him a kibble or two, right? So you can do that. But they already are learning. Clicker, crate go potty, right? Like these puppies are coming so ready, ready for you guys. And which makes us happy. Startled. So eight weeks and then about four to five to six months old, they go through some different fear windows and fear periods. And some of them, it lasts seconds, right? Maybe not seconds. That might be a bit of an exaggeration, but it doesn't last long at all. And others, it can last for days. It can last for a week or so. You know, it all depends. Uh, so what do you do? 
you, if your dog startles at something, your puppy startles, laugh. It sounds really mean. I don't care. It works. Here's what happens. We're in Florida. We have these thunderstorms that happen most every day in the summer. And it's been pretty dry so far this summer. Uh, hopefully the next couple months will be wet, but it's been pretty dry this summer. What do we do? Well, we have to expose them to thunderstorms. You can play them, you know, maybe play them through YouTube. Always has thunderworks and firestorms and <laughs> fireworks and thunderstorms. Uh, Alexa has playlists. You can build your own playlist, but you can expose them to it that way. But there's no substitute mm, for I'm the real sure. thing. Alexa, quiet. Sorry about that. Uh, so what do you do? Uh, what happened? One or two happened while they were here. They hear the big boom and all the puppies froze and looked. And I laughed. <laughs> and I picked up some toys because we had a toy box right outside their pen, which my dogs loved. Picked up some toys and I tossed some toys. And because I know one usually follows another and follows another, I picked up some extra toys and I waited. I actually got video of it. And the next time, boom, half the dogs looked. And I laughed and I threw the toys that I had in my hand. Oh, and they started playing and it was great. And I picked up some more toys. And the third time it happened, I don't even think, well, maybe one dog, maybe one, but I don't think any of the dogs startled. I still laugh that I toss toys. That's what you need to do. It sounds really mean. Well, don't I comfort my dog when this happens? No. Laugh it off. Let your dog know that this doesn't mean anything. Or you're going to have a full-grown adult dog who cannot handle thunderstorms, and you do not want that. Fourth of July, as a trainer, Fourth of July is always the, oh, fireworks, my dog's, you know, petrified, he's hiding in the closet, peeing on my clothes, and I can't take him out, and he's a nervous wreck. Don't put your dog through that at all. Don't put your dog through that. So what you need to do instead is you need to get your dog used to it and learn that it's not a big deal. So if you're not concerned about it, they shouldn't be concerned about it. Thunder, boom, ha, 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 right? That's what you want. You need that, okay? Uh, laugh it off. If they hear a truck backfire, right? If uh, they startle because skateboarders go by, whatever happens, laugh it off. Even if you don't have toys to toss, even if you don't have food to toss, just laugh it off is the first thing. Routine, what have we been doing with them as a routine? 6 a.m., we have been setting our alarm for 6 a.m. to get up. 6 a.m., we go into the office. We get the puppies out. We have an X-Pen set up right outside the office door in the, in the dirt, in the grass, right? Uh, and as we open up the crate door, two puppies in a crate, right? Two puppies out. We put them in there. As we're putting them in there, we tell them, go potty. We come back in. We grab the next two puppies. We go out there, go potty. Every time, go potty. Every time, go potty. Every time, go potty, right? If they poo, we have poo cleanup sticks. Um, the little shovel and rake thing, you'll want that, if you know, or you're bending down a lot. Even if you only have one dog, it's useful. So Rich would clean up is, is, if they would make poo, if they do poo. Um, but they would do that. Sometimes if it was cool enough outside, uh, we would set up two X pens linked together in the shade for them to play in. We'd give them water, especially outside. They could have as much water as they wanted to. Um, but they'd play. We'd sit outside with them and keep an eye on them. Uh, but they had a blast. So they play in the shade because Florida, it's still cool at 6 in the morning, right? It's not bad. About 7, we feed them. If we haven't fed them already, by 7, we feed them. 
uh, their giant bowl of food to share and more fresh water because they will dance in it. They eat, they drink. Guess what happens? They eat and drink on one end, they pee and poop at the other end. Dogs instinctually want to keep their sleeping areas, their eating areas separate from their poop and pee areas, which if you're smart about it, you can use that and make house training easy for you and your, your yourself, your puppy and everything. Okay. So they'd go potty. If they wouldn't go potty right away, we would pick them up one or two at a time. We'd put them outside of the pen with some of our adult dogs who are very good with puppies, which are the Goldens and Candy, the moms, right? And we'd go and we'd get them to chase us. I'm not chasing a puppy. So we'd get them to chase us and walk around and they would pee and poo. We'd take them inside. Uh, sometimes they'd get a bath first before we put them in there because, you know, they do get dirty. Uh, sometimes they'd get a bath, sometimes they wouldn't. Uh, everyone would come in. Most of the time they got a bath at that point. Uh, and when we're talking probably around eight o'clock, they'd fall asleep. Now it's time for us to get our shower dressed, uh, you know, get everything taken care of that needs to get taken care of because that was the big thing for the morning. And then the puppies were inside. Uh, we had, like I said, it was a six foot by 13 foot area for 11 puppies. Uh, we had kennels, uh, it, you know, kind of in the wall. So they were a little bit rickety. The kennels were secure, but it wasn't perfectly balanced. So it would move a little bit when the puppies went in to help them get over any startle, any fear, build up some confidence. We'd throw toys in. We'd have at least two, possibly three of the grass trays. Uh, they'd play. They'd play. They'd have fun. They'd fall asleep, which was always good. Remember, puppies need a lot of sleep. Uh, but they'd fall asleep, wake up. Some of them would play with each other. Some of them would you know, stand and want to want us to get them out. They are not, I do not lift them out of that area unless it's a pee or poop emergency. They do not get lifted up unless they are sitting or standing or down. They do not get it if their two front paws are up on the, um, the X pen and they're trying to say hello and come out. No, you're, you're not coming out then. You have to have four on the floor, either in a sit, a down or a stand. Four feet have to be touching the floor, not just two feet to come out. So they would wake and sleep. And as they poo, we, we pick up the poo. Um, baby wipes are very good for picking up poo off of grass mats. Okay, there, that's our, our hint and our trick for you. Uh, they pee and poo. If they would get it on the kennel mats, we clean that up. Around noon, they'd get lunch. So we'd get the lunch ready. We click, click, we put the food bowl down. Uh, and then we, again, clean up the poo. And then around five o'clock. So their meal times were 7 a.m., noon-ish, and 5 p.m. By six, we wanted them done eating for the night by six, done drinking by six, and then last potty of the night's at 10 p.m. So last potty of the night, they're usually falling asleep and sleeping. And so we pick them up, we take them out to that pen outside of the, the office, put them down, tell them to go potty, and have two out there at a time, just so they don't get too distracted. Whenever they were done going potty, we put them in the crates. There'd be a little wee bit of whining just trying to kind of get comfortable. Why did you wake me up? I was in the living room sound asleep and you woke me up is more what it was. Um, but then they'd be in their crates until six in the morning when we do it all over again. That is what their routine was. And it worked out pretty good. Uh, you know, sometimes they'd get a poop smear on their butt from, you know, laying in it, clean that off. Don't say, Oh, you have to wait until your bath tomorrow, clean it off. And that's too where the wipes come in handy. Um, but that is how, that is where the puppies are at this point. They're crate trained, started, their startle reflex we're working on. Don't worry about it. Their clicker is charged with dynamite. They're learning or they know go potty means go potty. Uh, and, and that's their routine.
So let me know what questions you have and uh, we'll show you what you could be working on during their eight week old time. Because part of it right now is getting them used to you, your family, your routine, and then we can work on training because we have their whole lives ahead of us. Your main goal, until they're about six months old, your main goal is socialization, habituation, and just getting them started. Okay, if, if your dog doesn't know, sit down, come play, stay, heel, touch, spin, circle, at this point, you're fine. Socialization is way more important. And you have a finite window. Right now, what you introduce your puppy to, they shouldn't be phased by it for life, which is why we get the puppies out at this age, the ones who are going to be service dogs, and we get them to Universal, and we get them to Disney, because then they get to experience it, and they won't be phased by it in the future. Okay, even though they're not fully vaccinated, it is much harder to isolate the dog and then try to expose them to everything. Okay, equipment wise, I like the Shore Fit harness by uh, I don't know who makes it. Premier used to make it. I don't know who has it now, but it's a Shore Fit five point harness. I like that. I do not put collars on puppies and attach a leash to it until the puppies understand leash pressure. Uh, so yes, I do use harnesses with puppies uh, because right now it's more clicker stuff and you just hang it on for the ride. Okay, let me know what questions you have. And uh, if you sign up for the online course, welcome to the online course. And if you have one of our puppies from this litter, congratulations. Let us know how everyone's doing.